Yo, we so KY Fantasy Football Podcast back in action. I got Rick with me. Yeah. I got Brew with me. I got damn Rob. What, what name should I call you this weekend? Eric Richardson's done. We got Cove with us, man. Eric Ribbo. <laughs> Eric Ribbo. All right, man. Quick question for everybody, man, before we jump into these damn topics, man. Y'all ready? Rob mm-hmm. don't even look like he's paying attention, bro. I ain't paying attention. I need to put on my game. Attention. <laughs> hey, Rob, didn't look like Dave Chappelle when he was blind. <laughs> what did you say? I'm paying attention, bro. Not quite Bixby, bro. Hey, man. Oh, yeah, Pete wanted me to do this. If you see me out and you're trying to see what's up, finish the sentence. Hmm. Definitely ski Pause. Is that what it is? Yeah. I right, hey, hey, bro, he said that shit with confidence, too. That nigga Ribbo be shaking, be over shaking his ass and shit, don't he? <laughs> 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 what you doing for that, bro? Hey, 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 what's up, Ann Lip? Sexy. Bro, he said that shit quick as hell, man. I'm a fucking Ann hard, bro. It's sexy. And not nah, because you didn't know, bro. Hey, Rick, you didn't know it was sexy real. Nah, I knew after you said it. I ain't know the hook. I ain't listened to that song one time, bro. You ain't see, that shit, uh, you ain't see that shit uh, Pete posted with the Titans in the locker room? Uh-huh. Nah, I didn't watch the video. Watch All it, bro. Right. You, see, you see why he don't start. <laughs> Man, was it Levis? Yeah, no. you know, he said, huh? <laughs> man, you, you see what I just did? I, man, I must be uh, Rick Levis then, because I didn't know what was going on just now. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, Rick, if you don't mind, man, can you take us away with the weekly scores? Absolutely. So, in another low-scoring win for myself, I knocked off Kane, your favorite piece of bacon, 67.8 to 66.1, moving into fifth place. Pete's predictions on me was off. Uh, I got uphill Devin knocking off Brew 101 to 67. In the matchup of the week, the one-two matchup, Rick cooking lamb chops, Coleman defeated Ribbo, the Tone Rangers, 102 to 98 to retake first place. Uh Bravo sitting party got his second win of the year. He knocked off Jones, the new king. He did tell me that if he lost to Jones, he would quit the league, like he tells us every year. Uh he knocked him off 87 to 80. Then we had Combo. Off the schneid. Duh. Longer defeated. Got his win. Knocked out Vince, who was number three in the league. Show me the money. 98 to 87. Combo now has his first win of the season. So we will not have any defeated this year. Then, it uh, huh? I said it hit different. It hit different. Then Don, sipping tea in your hood, for a sec- got a second straight win. Knocked out Ron, a.k.a. Derek, a.k.a. Don's talking about taking donations for him after every episode. 105 to 61. Berg's the low man of the week. Uh, it's his second time this year. And it's probably going to be a little bit, a couple more times after that because his running backs is cat. Then lastly, you got respectfully Pete moving up. He knocked off Meach. Go getters 90 to 74. And that's your week six scores. You muted, Don. Hey, man. That. that. That was amazing. That was the first time this year that my opponent has been low, man. Typically, they hide me. <laughs> hey, my opponent's been standing on business all, all year for me, bro. I don't get it. I'm right behind you, Don, with the second most opponent score points. Like, man, this is people, people catching up now, so. Yahoo might have been on to something when they said I was only going to win one game. They seen what my opponents was going to do. That must have been what it was. They said I was only going to win two. It's crazy how you keep winning games, Rick. 
I seen how many points you scored. I said, this is outrageous, bro. Nah, bro. Like, weekend, I got, every week I got to score 100 and something. Yeah. When Rick won the one and he didn't even score 60 points, I said, bro, what's going on? Nah, I've scored 60 every week. 60 or better. Nah, you won one fifty-seven fifty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't think so, brother. You did. You're right. <laughs> nah, you, but look, bro, it happens to somebody every year, bro. It just happened to be my turn. And Vince, I'm playing Vince this week, and he ain't going to have uh, Justin Fields or Kyron Williams. Yeah. So he might, it might be another low one. Yeah, but, but I think I think my team's getting healthy too, so them sixty points is about to go out the window. Absolutely, definitely see that coming for you, man. Uh, waiver action just ended for us, but man, some people on the waivers that y'all was looking at this morning, or of course after Monday night football ended, was there some people that y'all was looking at who could possibly help some teams, whether it's injuries, bye weeks, whatsoever. Um. I took a swing at Zach Evans. I liked him in college. Uh, I believe he last played at Ole Miss. But I really wanted Craig Reynolds just because of the Lions' uh, offensive line. But I just know Montgomery, Gibbs, they're just not going to be out as long as possibly Kyron Williams. So I took a swing at Zach Evans. So that's mine. Uh, Rob, was there anyone at the waiver wire you was looking at? Let me pull up the app before you start saying some names. <laughs> uh, nah, man. I, I... <laughs> I just went and got a kicker, bro. That's all I needed this week, for real. That I can afford to pick up, because if I drop somebody else, I know everybody's going to pick them up. So, I mean, maybe if I drop Mims, nobody will pick them up. I think that's the only person on the team I can keep you drop. Hold up. We ain't, we ain't ask you what you needed. We asked what was your <laughs> waiver pickups, bro. Don't try, don't try to shake away at the question. There ain't, bro, there ain't one. You got a question, uh, Don, directed towards you. Hold up. You talking about Q? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Q. I got two wins, man. Two in a row, man. They couldn't hold me down forever, man. You know, first I had uh Cooper Cup out, running backs wasn't performing, uh, some horrible draft decisions on my part, some bad lineup, <laughs> some bad GM. It, it was different every week, my brother. And so I got this two wins in a row now, man. So uh and I got Pete this week, so uh, you know, it's only up from here. Uh <laughs> in the words of Coach Petey, man. Uh, bro, did you see anybody on the waiver? Was there anybody out there in any leagues, uh, just in general, who might be available in some leagues people could pick up to help, whether it's Aiden during injuries or these bye weeks? Uh, Zach Evans, of course. He was he was nice at Ole Miss. I was surprised he hadn't played yet. I mean, I, I think Ronnie Rivers is decent. He kinda, his running style is kind of like Sonny Michelle. He's not that fast, but he was one. If you in my leagues, don't even worry about it. I got him in almost every league. Um, I didn't, I, this league, I, I was tired last night. I literally had it to where you click on your player and you pick who you're going to drop in the transaction and woke up at like 420 and it was too late. So, I mean, I wasn't going to get him anyway. I think I was too far back. But other than him, uh, like you said, Craig Reynolds, uh, a couple of other people, but I mean, it's murky situations. If you want to waste your time and pick up a couple of other guys that's on waivers, you're probably going to be frustrated. If you start them, you might get six, you might get zero. I mean, so I wouldn't even waste your time. Elijah Mitchell, even though I know somebody picked him up already. Didn't I? I just, that's a, that's a situation. And you know he's my guy, but he's just a headache. <laughs> it's all out to say the least. He's a headache. Absolutely. Rick, did you have any others? Uh... Besides Mitchell, that might be out there other leagues that can help people during the injuries of these bye weeks. Well, I want I wanted to touch on Mitchell because if McCaffrey gets hurt, uh, Shanahan seems to favor Mitchell 
anytime their starting running back gets hurt. When Moster got hurt, put Mitchell in. When Jeff Wilson got hurt, put Mitchell in. I know Jordan Mason's the backup, but I think with the if Christian McCaffrey goes down, I think Elijah Mitchell is going to jump him and be the starter, and Jordan Mason is just going to serve as that, that third down back. So I think he's, I just think he's a good stash, period, even if McCaffrey plays, because, you know, McCaffrey has injury history. I was, was going to say Damian Williams, bro, but the Cardinals, I don't know what they do. Like they, they had DeMarcado uh, a couple weeks ago, hoop. So in my opinion, you're going to go with the hot hand. It wasn't the case. So I picked up him and Ingram, and they both didn't hoop. So they they elevated Damian Williams from the practice squad, and they, I think he got the most carries out of them, out of them all. So uh, I wasn't gonna say him. Michael Mayer, the tight end for the Raiders, has been getting uh, acclimated into the Raiders' offense the last two games. They have been running plays for him, schemes for him. Uh, so I think he would be a de- decent pickup. I know he's probably available in almost every league, considering what he's done the first few weeks with the Raiders. Uh, other than that, I mean, you can play the play the field with the different defenses. Defense, you can't really just name a particular defense each week. It just really goes off the matchup because all the best defenses are already picked up. <clears throat> what you have left, you just got to look at the matchup and be like, all right, they're good for this week. And Rib, I told you that Raiders defense was a good pickup. They got me 13 last week. Oh, I thought you wanted somebody to go for 20. On defense? <laughs> yeah, Don's got him. He got the Cowboys going for 20 years. Yeah, but, but you got to think, though, them, them type of defenses ain't going to be on the waiver wire. They're going to stay on yeah, the waiver wire. Yeah, 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 you're right. The Saints usually be on the waiver wire, though. That's, that's, that's not the only D that you can get that might get you 20. Yeah, that's Bruce, uh, that's Bruce defense. He be picking them up. Yeah, just because they late. Nobody's going to reach the gravel. I don't want to have to take a back. I mean, a defense in the eighth round. Mm-hmm. Hey, is Watson supposed to play this week? I don't think he's gonna play. He said he could be back tomorrow. He could. It ain't no timetable. I don't think he's gonna play. And I think I think something's really wrong with his shoulder because basically Jim Mercer said something about when Richardson said he was gonna basically have the surgery. He said Watson didn't have the surgery. He said Cam Newton didn't have the surgery. And you see how they ended up turning out. So I don't know. I mean Watson's going through it now. So I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna play or not. I doubt it. I, I'd appreciate it if he didn't this week because I was looking ahead in my next week and I picked up like the Colts last week. Just <laughs> try to beat everybody in defense before my bye week. <laughs> so I'd appreciate it. But heck, I'd even look at the Browns too. Uh, I mean, Gardner Minshew's back there. It's not a given, but I mean, they got Miles Garrett. I picked him up. Ward. You say you picked him up? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably another one. And then uh, who did the, who do y'all play this week, bro? Steelers. Yeah, that might be a good one too. They're a hot, they're a hot one to pick up right now. I see a lot of in a lot of my leagues, a lot of people's picking up the Rams defense. Man, I had to rock out with the Colts for a second. See, I don't know. Colts be having good defense. They, I don't, they, they've done me good in the past. Yeah, and I don't think the Colts situation offensively is like the same as a, another team losing their they, uh, starting quarterback. Because I think Minshew can hold his own. Yeah. So, the talent drop-off is, is definitely there between him and AR, but AR or Gardner Minshew can manage the team. The Colts are top 10 in yards per game. They just don't yeah. score a lot. They just don't score a lot of points. Oh, put it this way. When Gardner comes in for Richardson and finishes the game, he's extremely good. When he starts against the Ravens and against the Jags, he stinks. But that was his first game with three interceptions, I think, ever. So, I mean, that was just – that was bad. I just – against the Browns, 
I just think we're going to run the ball regardless of what they do. I think they're just going to try shorten the game up and then punt and kick the ball and then make P.J. Walker beat them. Yeah. Okay. Somebody else is still out there, 45% of at least Yahoo leagues. You got Rasheed Rice. Uh, been waiting for a particular GM to drop him for some bi-week turnover, but it don't look like it's happening. So moving forward, uh, Josh Downs is still out there for the Colts. He's at 33% with the Yahoo leagues. He scored for he scored for me in the league last week. I had to start him, so I was happy with that. And Brad's getting like eight targets a game right now. Uh, like. uh, Alec Pierce is gone, so I mean he's probably starting this week. Yeah, he's he's probably done for a few weeks, so Downs is probably starting. Mm. Hey man, J- Jamison Williams came through with a forty yard touchdown, man. <laughs> he only had two catches wow. though. That's all he did. <laughs> Look, and I've been hating on him the past couple weeks. Vince got him in his line. I watch you put up like twenty five. Hey, bro, it's gonna be a gift in the curse. He's either gonna have one big catch or nothing. Hey, they play Baltimore's defense, don't they? Yeah. I don't know, man. Baltimore's looking healthy and. I got they D. Baltimore's D looking all right. I ain't gonna lie. I thought they was gonna be trash. So I don't know. Hey, quick question, man. We got here from one of the uh, shit. Mm. One of the people watching, man. They got James Cook, a Pickens, and a Flex. That's that's a that's a situation, boy. Do you want to go safe or do you want to go for the home run? That's the question. Because Pickens is your home run. Cook could get you eight. Against the Patriots defense. Who Cook? Do the. Pa- yeah, I think he might go off. Dude, I was going to say, the Patriots, I mean, they're on the field the whole game, so. Yeah, they don't got nobody either. But what's name is gone? I, James Cook ain't really done nothing the past few weeks. And I think the White Patriots run defense is all right. I don't know if Deontay Johnson's back this week or not. He's, he's practicing. So I think if he comes back, that might hurt Pickens a little bit. He gets high volume targets. But like you said, Brew, home run. I would go with Pickens over James Person. Because I ain't James Cook. And they just signed uh well they ain't signed him, but they hosted Leonard Fournette, I think. They did. Latavius Murray was getting a lot of carries against us Sunday. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure Deontay Johnson will be back. They just opened up his window and he just he logged the full practice today though. If he ain't, then Pickens is the safe bet in my opinion. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go James Cook. Uh <clears throat> Man, the Steelers line is trash, and Aaron Donald's going to be in that backfield all day. I don't think the Steelers is really going to have a good game, so I'm going to just go Cooks just because. Yeah, that's it's the matchups, man. Cook is at New England. We know Bill Belichick typically has a good run defense. And then you got Pickens, like you said. Pittsburgh, not so great offensive line. Thanks Aaron Donald. I, he might have a good game, and this is why I say why. The Rams are a top 10 defense solely because since they have such a young secondary, they're playing off coverage every game. So it's pretty much, we're going to give you the seven-yard throw. If you accurate, okay, cool, we'll give it and tackle you. So he's not that guy like Deontay Johnson to keep getting those. But, I mean, if Deontay Johnson don't play, he has to be. So he could have five catches and get you 70 yards. I'm going to say Pickens just because the Bills uh, run game coordinator is ass. I just think the Bill Belichick and the New England, like the past, that shit is dead, bro. This team is awful, and their best two players on defense is gone. There is no home field advantage for New England, and the Bills have absolutely destroyed them, dude. Like the past four or five times they played them, 
one time I don't think they even had any points. Uh, James Cook's probably going to get a decent amount of touches because the Bills are going to be up. So we might get a bunch of garbage time things too. And then Pickens just plays outside the numbers. So I don't think he, I don't think that really affects him much. I think he's just. Uh, Who's the best in the league? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's another question. I think a better question would be like, who's like the GMs that's most consistent? I don't think we have a clear cut best. Best GM? Who the best in the league, man? Who's DJ Khaled in the league? I don't think I don't think anybody's head over heels. Head and heels better than anybody. There are some GMs at the bottom. For I sure. think that's an easier question to answer than who's the best. Oh, hands down, who's the worst? I mean. It's crazy because the worst one actually won a fluke championship. Well, can he be the worst? Yeah. Yeah, you can win one championship and be weak. All If you win one championship in 11 years and don't make the playoffs in 10, are you a good GM? What if you make the playoffs and then don't win the championship? That person, I think that person better than the person that won a championship and don't make the playoffs for the other 10 other years. You All right, we got, we, got you better, we got a better question from Drew Chandler. Who's mid? I think this question is kind of easy. Um, this GM actually just got his first win in the year. We actually gonna have a segment about him later. Because uh, we question his draft tactics every fucking year. Like, nobody understands it. When 13 GMs are looking at you sideways for your draft, some, something's wrong. Uh, which is why I think everybody pretty much hit him up after the draft trying to get, like, one of the two players he hit on, which is Marcus Commodore. I, I just don't know what he... Listen, I got three GMs that I think is mid. Camo, Ron, and Jones. And Jones, Jones took Kane's place because Kane was mid for his entire existence until last year. That's Kane, what I was just saying. Kane, Kane didn't turn up till last year. Kane was mid until Kobe started drafting. <laughs> they joined cahoots. Hey, and by the way, Don, you cut off. I know where Rob was going with this. <laughs> He's gonna laugh. Rob was going to basically say Camo is the giant. No, I wasn't. I swear to God, I was going to say that. Because you wouldn't have went that far in the detail if you wasn't going there, bro. Well, like, because, if, because if he said if this GM won one championship. Bro, that was, he was, the that was in my two. mind. The whole, that was in my the mind. Giants the won whole two. conversation. The Giants oh, But you can't say that because the Giants got the third most championships in football. But, but that's what I'm saying, like, the Giants won two. That's why I wouldn't go in there. Like, now that it was on you, I wouldn't go in there for real. But I did think you was where you was going at. I did too. That's why I was letting them keep going. That's <laughs> messed up, man. That's how, that's how much I think of me. Yeah, when it comes to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Damn, like, I'm a mid. It's crazy. Bruce try to get it. try to get us started, bro. Don't fall. Nah, nah, bro. Nah. Give me these stage right now, bro. We. Uh, I was about to throw another oh. okay. I'm not going to lie to you. And it goes underlooked. I mean, it goes, you know, you look over him because he doesn't be in the chat that much. But and he's, doing, he's doing good this year, though. He picked up some good waiver pickups. He picked up my guy, Kyron. But Vince is a lifetime of mid. Vince be thinking I'll be slandering him on the pod. Bruce the one be going at you. But it's crazy though because Vince be Vince actually is not combo though. Vince actually knows all the info. And I don't know why, but just most years Vince just don't draft good teams. But Vince's I, teams this year are good though. Bro, I think we'll be having some bravo. I about to say we forgetting one person. That's my brother, dog. But Bravo's in that combo too, bro. <laughs> Hey man, I'm not putting I'm not putting Bravo over Meech. No, but we can put we can put the thing is Don, there's no limit. We can put both of them in. Meech, Meech, Meech is Bill Belichick for sure. 
Because yeah. Bravo be having some injuries. Like, Bruh be having number one pick and <laughs> be gone. <laughs> I would say, I would say tier one would be Pete, Rib, and Bruce. Coleman's inching. I might slide Coleman in there. Yeah, I was going to say he's inching towards tier one. Tier two would probably be me. And then I'm, in, I'm the only one in tier two because I'm like, I'm like playoffs every. And then tier three is probably you, Don, uh, Kane, and that's it. And the rest of them is at the bottom. I hate having to hear Coleman's name, bro, because it still pisses me off that I lost to him because of Coleman. He's in the playoffs <laughs> every year and he wins it. He didn't want to change He does, he does so. do the playoffs every year. He be thinking I, I be hating on him because I, I, I have say, I say he's tier two with you, though, because Coleman was cat for a minute. He was real cat. But that was before you was in the league, though. Yeah, I can only go out with, yeah. From what I've seen, I don't think he's ever not missed the playoffs since I've been there. It's just like year seven. I was, man, Mitch has had some I right teams for real. Like, Mitch has done I right this league for real. I can't even front him. I ain't seen it. It must have been before I started. Mitch had like two good teams since you've been in the league, but he was Coleman. Basically, he was good, and then playoffs hit, and it was over. What you think, Don? Playoffs will fuck you up. What? Who, what's the tears, bro? Uh, Rip, Brew, Coleman. Uh, Pete, Pete's in a tear by himself at the bottom. I was say, I know you was going to say something negative about Pete. Yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete's at the bottom. He's like, I wouldn't say as far down as Camo, but, you know, he can go knock on his door for sure. Uh, one, two. Shit, I don't know. Shit, where can we even put Jones? Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm not even gonna lie. When Jones drafts, I think bro drafts his first seven picks, and that's it. That's it. Like, Jones lives like, in his own world. As my dog, Jones just lives in his own world. So, and I ain't, I ain't got a, I ain't got a what I ain't got enough data on Neil, on Devin. I forgot about Neil. Yeah, I can't put him in anything either. This is his second one, <clears throat> second year, team, second time in the league. If I, bro, if I was to say who's the best. I, I would go Pete. Yeah. Since I've been in the league, bro, Pete's only missed the playoffs once, and he got two chips. Since like, you've been in the league, I've only missed the playoffs once, and I got two chips. Damn. Yeah, but yeah, but last Ooh, year. Like when I come in, Rob, he, like, he don't like that I won without a quarterback. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not saying. You got lucky as hell last year, bro. Pete's nah, team. I was putting up points, though. Boo, I looked it up after you made that comment. In the first 10 weeks last year, you was averaging 80 a game. That's what I said. And then I said the last seven weeks, what? You said you was, you was like, you said you was. And really it's 10. And really it was 10. But it's the last seven. My team was putting up points. Yeah, but it wasn't at the top. Pete, bro, Pete's team consistently scores points every year. All right, fuck it. We're just going to go by the uh, rate. I'm not, bro. I put him, put you in tier one. Oh, no, you're good. You put me in tier one. It's cool. I'm just going by what you said. You got to be able to counter it because the same thing you said, I did. Hey, That's man. I'm looking at the levels in our league. How is Meech a platinum GM? Because he got other leagues. Other leagues, right, yeah. We got Rick at the top. We got Coleman. We got Pete. Then there's Meech. There's Rob, Devin, Brew, me, Vince, Kane, Jones, Camo, Bird, and Bravo. Damn, Bravo. And by, and by the way, bro, I ain't been in another Yahoo football fantasy league in like four or five years. It's only been this one. So at platinum's full because I'll be getting wins. Oh, I like them last year, but they after last year, they took me down. To go. It actually helps you for not playing in multiple leagues unless you're playing in cat leagues because if you lose in the other league and win in this league, it don't do nothing. It just keeps you where you are. <clears throat> Sometimes it drops you for real. It's like they punish you more for L's than they give you for wins. Yeah, man. But yeah, 
Wait, hold up. Are they talking about give Peter's flowers? Fuck his flowers, man. I, where, the, where, the gas, where the gasoline at? I smoking, motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck Pete and his flowers. I play him this week. I hate Pete week. Uh, as always, fuck Duke. Um, anything Pete cheers for outside of Brian Station football and uh, Jamal, it's like we out. It's, it's just how it is. Speaking Eric, of two um, ships, though, not three. He got two and an asterisk, by the way. Bro, who outside of Pete says he has three ships? Oh, <laughs> I went around. Yeah, I went around for that time, so he only got two. Bro. Only just acknowledges those two. The super flex still, is in the pocket, not I'm, I'm still wondering what we was thinking, but I was new to the league, so I didn't have that much pool. But I'm just trying to figure out what we was thinking when bro literally did that before the draft and just acted like it was cool. <laughs> That was crazy, bro. Nah, that's a sick move, for sure. But he'll do anything to win, bro. Sick. But that's what make him the best, bro. That's what make, bro. He went back-to-back chips, too. It wasn't like he won and then took some years off. Y'all didn't beat him. I beat him every year down there. And you didn't make the playoffs, brother. Yeah, but I do my job. I'm beating them. Real. And your team's head of heels better than mine. But guess what? This would year. But guess what? I'll beat you. So that don't mean that. But but if I win, you did your job. I'm not going to tell the people that I did my job. I didn't do my job because I ain't got a chip. I think it might have been the only win I had last year. Rick, I got hit my hat. Me and Pete are one and one in the ship. And Pete knew. Pete actually owes me a chip, but we ain't going to get into that. I ain't that's never heard. Him, <laughs> oh, that's why I think Meech beat me in the shit in here way back when. Yeah, no, I was that. Rick, have you ever heard of somebody saying you because a trade that you pulled off was so good <laughs> that you can only keep half the trade? The niggas. Hey, that was said, why we were death row, wasn't it? Yeah, bro. Look, I, I was. Know how like, you got off a trade in that moment, bro? I was third in the league, and I traded for Alfred Morris and Gronk. People complained about the trade, but it wasn't a tank trade because the team I traded with made the playoffs. Pete hit me up after the trade went through via silent veto trade, not when people got to say nothing. Pete was like, bro, you got to pick Alpha Morris so or you got to pick Gronk. And this is when Gronk was Gronk, like 18 and 0 Gronk, Patriots. So I had to just pick one or the other. <laughs> who so who I, did you trade? I don't even remember my side of the trade, but I know I traded three people for, for them two. And I was third in the league at the time. And so Pete maybe picked Gronk or Alfred Morris. And I ended up with. Bro, back then it was a bunch of people that you won't know. House was in the league for one, but it was a bunch of people. Was I, was that, in the league? Probably. Shelvin wasn't in it no more because he would never say his lineup. Uh Rob was in it. Meach was in it. My cousin T was in it. Oh uh, yeah, T was in it here. T won one time, didn't he? He won twice. Cause that's what he always said. He said I won twice and then Pete kicked me out the league. <laughs> he said, "That's what Pete does, bro. If you challenging Pete, he's gonna make sure he can get the one up on you." That's why we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Uh, I gotta make sure I note that for the we so KY thirty for thirty, man. But on this next subject, man, we got the Chargers struggle. Two things I really got a question about: Where is Quentin Johnston, and who's to blame for Herbert's struggles? Is it him? Is he not being coached up? Is he regressing? What's going on with the Chargers, man? Rick, I want to start with you, man, because I know me and you both was huge Herbert believers when he first came into the draft for sure. I ain't seen no progress in Herbert, bro. <laughs> Not since year one. Uh, I looked up, I've seen a stat today when I was at work. 
Herbert has 13 career interceptions in the fourth quarter of one-score games. It's the most interception stone with the game on the line by anyone since he entered the NFL in 2020. So he's not clutch. You have all those weapons on the team. Keenan Allen's having a renaissance here. Uh, you got damn near seven-foot Donald Parham at tight end. You got Gerald Everett, who's a solid tight end. Quentin Johnson ain't even getting targets, so it ain't his fault. They ain't running nothing for him. He's not playing. He ain't got no snaps. And you got uh, Austin Eckler, who's a running back wide receiver. I just, bro, I I thought I was going to see more from Herbert. Like, with Josh Allen, bro, we seen Josh Allen come in the league. And then that playoff game, I forgot who he played. But he, he had a come out, coming out game, bro. And then after that, he has progressed almost every year besides last year. But he's gotten better. I don't see that with Herbert, bro. I don't know. I mean, I know the coach is bad, but if you if you him, you're going to be him. And he ain't been him. Hey, man, what's up? What's happening? Check this out and dig this. This is your boy, Nephew Q, and we're going to take a quick pause in the show to let you know about all the shows we got going on under the Beyond the Game umbrella. If you're into the fantasy football world, we have you covered with the We So KY Fantasy Football Podcast, hosted by the best fantasy football league in the world. Not just the city, but the world, Craig. But if you want to know what's going on in society and culture, check out the Spoken Minds Podcast, hosted by Chris Jones and Ike Barron. And of course, we have the Conversations with Q, a show about life, love, entertainment, sports, society, culture, and everything in between. But if you want to know what's going on with Steph, KD, LeBron, then the NBA Fast Break Podcast is more your flavor, hosted by myself and KJ. But if you're a college basketball fan, don't worry. We have you covered with the Heels Half Eyes Podcast, hosted by Don J, a show that covers everything the University of North Carolina basketball related. And BBN, we ain't left you out of the fold with the I Rock UK Blue Podcast, hosted by Rich DeBoer and Bravo that keeps you up to date with everything going on with the University of Kentucky basketball team. But if you're into the NFL, fly Eagles fly as we have the Infinity Link podcast hosted by Don J and Drew that keep you up to date, give you in-depth analysis with everything going on with the Philadelphia Eagles football team. And of course, we can't leave out the Beyond the Game flagship show where we talk about sports in a way that you've never, ever heard it before in an entertaining, comedic way. And we have more shows on the way with the Betting Big with Jones show, a show that teaches you and shows you how to bet, when to bet, what to place your bets on, and everything in between. So we got that coming down the pipeline. But enough about all of that. Let's get back to the show. Gio. Rob, you want to cut Max on this? Uh, Yeah, I think it's, it's – man, this is coach. I think they, like, top five in red zone efficiency this year. And, I mean, I like Herbert. I think he's good. But also, he plays for the Chargers, man. Like, they've had this issue well before him. I mean – just think about it. If he in, instead of going for that one uh, <clears throat> when it was like on the 11 yard line or something, if he kicks that field goal, they probably win the game. He does this every. This is two years of this coach just going forward on fourth down in their own territory. That ain't that ain't on Herbert like every single time. Like you know what I mean? Like some of this stuff is just it's just kind of dumb what he's doing. So he's just blowing a bunch of the, a bunch of those games. And then two, I mean he does got a broke hand. I mean he got <clears throat> like the interception right. He got drilled. The play before that by Parsons. And then, I mean, that was a super pass, but also, too, that was just a hell of a pick by Gilmore, for real. So, like, I mean, I get it, but a lot of this is missed field goals is a lot of it. Dumb decisions by, you know, by the coach. And, I mean, yeah, those interceptions, but I don't even remember those games. 
like you 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 would think you remember those games or you remember him throwing the pick, but I mean they never mention it because he always it's always blown at the end by the defense. So regardless if he throws those picks or not, it's somehow that he's getting them back down there to get in to get in position to blow these games. So you know, I that's that's my thought on for real. I don't I don't I mean he should get crushed for yesterday for real because he played awful. Yeah, yesterday is definitely all on Herbert. <clears throat> There's a lot of things surrounding him that I think is also not helping him. Let's start at the top. Owner's cheap as fuck. Like, bro, he moved to Los Angeles, and he's really just banking money. Like, he's really not spending any money on the team, like, when you look at it. On the defense, who is it? Derwin James stays hurt. I mean, they got, who is it? They got uh, Joey Bosa. They got a couple players on defense. Don't they got, uh... Yeah, Mac. Khalil Mack? Yeah, Khalil Mack's, like, 40 right now, though. Yeah, he's done. It's that game. Bro, you can't, you can't, bro. Justin Herbert has weapons on offense. He can't yeah, have- look, look through his career. Like, what, what? what is this, year four? Kind of. How many times have those weapons that we mentioned play, like, at least 80% of the games? Not often. Mike Williams be hurt. Keenan Allen be hurt. Uh, Eckler be hurt. Uh, they had a tight end. Who's the tight end they used to have? But yeah, but in an ideal world, of course, people would want to have everybody on their team healthy, but it's football. I don't know if we, if we can attribute that. But he's a I young mean, quarterback who came in the league. It's just like, I don't feel like the coaching staff and the owner has put him in the best position. To, like, his coach is a fucking dumbass. Like, why Why does he still have a job? Like, can we all agree Staley needs to be fired? No, for sure, but, bro. He Because who's coaching Herbert up? Because Herbert just came in and he went up and then now he's just kind of, you know, leveling off because... He was him coming out of college, but who's actually coaching him up and making him a better talent? Bro, I'll say if they, kept, if they kept the last coach, I think he would have progressed more. That don't mean the Chargers would have been better because you can't stop those guys from getting hurt. And he lost a lot of close games too. And honestly, I tried not to believe in organizations, you know, it just being an organization, but it's just certain organizations, bro. It don't matter how good a talent they get, bro. They just cannot get over the hump. The Browns is one. The Chargers has always been one. It don't matter how much talent, bro. They just don't get it done. Bro, Even when you think they will, they don't. The, bro, Deshaun Watson played for the Texans. They didn't get it done. And what did he? But do? he was. But he. But no, we wasn't talking about him regressing. Bro, he had Nook and he had Arian Foster at one point. Like, yeah, they were like at the top. Arian Foster is prompt was prone too. Absolutely. He had. Bro, the had a good, they also had a good defense. He still had fifteen hundred yards. What two or three times? So and, he had, and he had Will Fuller, and he was prone. But when he played, he went off. No, bro. Yeah, we're we not going to talk about Will Fuller. But it's the but same situation. Saying. When Mike Evans was healthy, he goes off. Absolutely. So it's the I'm same situation. Sure. Who's the who was his coach in, in Houston? Uh, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Bill O'Brien. Now you can't you can't put this you can't put this year on him though, bro. You oh. y'all blame y'all y'all giving all these excuses for Justin Herbert, but Des- Deshaun Watson was basically in the same situation and he ain't regressed, bro. Deshaun Watson has Deshaun regressed. Watson has, has, regressed, has regressed tremendously. Now <laughs> with the Browns in what year seven year eight with the Browns, but not in how many, Houston. How many years years he kept getting better, bro. Outside of stats, what did Deshaun really do? He won like what one playoff game. How many playoff games has Justin Herbert won? He's only been to one. Then my nah, he won. Did he, he won one? He's won one. Nah, he's only been to one. But didn't they win? No, they blew it, didn't they? They blew it. Oh, was it the Raiders? No, no. no. no their, their coach tricked off their playoff appearance to the Raiders, but I think they they blew the game versus the Jags, didn't they? 
Yeah. I'm trying to look at that now. I'm saying, bro, I'm saying this to somebody who I don't like a Lucas one Smith. of the biggest Justin Herbert fans coming out, bro. I think Justin they Herbert. Versus, they blew it versus Jacksonville. Yeah, I think Justin Herbert. He got better his second year from his first year, and then he's just been there. He actually had a down he, year last year. He's been last eating, year. Bro. Last year he was down, to be honest. But we have like twenty five. He was down on touchdowns because Brad damn near threw for five thousand yards last year. Yeah, but he had like twenty five touchdowns or something. Yeah, twenty five touchdowns, 10, ten interceptions. Brad be throwing double digit interceptions too every year. I mean, I keep saying, bro, when you throw the ball. There's only one Aaron Rodgers, and I don't want my quarterback as careful as Aaron Rodgers because it's a lot of times Aaron Rodgers hangs on to the ball when he's got plays, but he don't want to turn it over. If you throw the ball 500 times, you're going to have 10. You're going to have 10 interceptions. That's just the law. But Aaron Rodgers also shuffles and launches that motherfucker downfield. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Right now, in the last three years, Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. Go look it up. Look up the stats. Man, watch. Y'all don't names, bro. Y'all not. No, bro, I am a Kirk Cousins advocate. I'm a Kirk Cousins advocate. Come on. Come on, Rick. You looking back at stats, bro. You watched them games. There ain't no way in hell you're going to watch them two. two them two quarterbacks side by side and be like, yeah, Kirk Cousins is a better guy than him. No, he's not. It's a lot of garbage. That's a lot of garbage time yards, bro. A ton of them. Come on, bro. He played for Washington and he played for the, the Vikings, bro. The Vikings was good last year. Before that, bro, they was they've been mid, very mid, and they were getting blown out a lot. And he gets a lot of garbage time yards and touchdowns. Bro, they I, do I, 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 argue, argue this with somebody from another fantasy league earlier. So do, so do we just automatically exclude the quarterback because if they if he don't hoop during garbage time, then he's terrible. But then if he hoops during garbage time, time it don't matter because it's garbage time. Nah, that's like Dak, bro. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a catch twenty two, brother. Nah, Dak last year had a lot of stats last year, bro. Did you watch them games? Those get blown out a lot of them games. Until that they, gets a lot of stats and, all the time. Pass the ball, so it's like, and they're still not. They were still like scored. It's the last last year they had a good offense last year, but I mean, he still has a lot of garbage time yards. Rick, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question before we move. On. He leads the league in touchdowns now, don't he? Who? Cousin. Cousin. I think so. Yeah. Cool. They're horrible. Like quarterbacks. That's got to be Ike. He loves saying that. Uh, Rick, for your organization. Actually, we're gonna do we're gonna do a round uh, between the two, Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert. Who would y'all rather have start, Rick? Right now, your team right now. If you could choose between the two, I, I would pick Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert can run and he's younger. Younger, okay. If we had offensive line, I probably take the age out. Take the age out. If we had offensive line, I would pick Cousins. Okay, Rob. Justin Herbert. Bro. Oh, it's Justin Herbert. I don't know if the Rams Cousins might be a little better with the receivers y'all got, but. I understand. Uh, prom, I, go, I need primetime wins. I need primetime wins, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll hardly get that one. Uh, I go Herbert too. But uh, man, Quentin Johnson wasn't he the first receiver drafted this year? Yeah, first and second. No, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba was the first, and Johnston was after him. Yeah, you're right. But why can't my guy get on the field? I was like. I kind of saw in college that he only could really do like one route. He's not really a, like a route technician. He doesn't really have a route tree at all. His route tree is one, maybe two branches, and that's a go and a screen. And he can break either of those open uh, just because of how physical of a receiver he is. But even like, I don't know what's going on there. Like, why? I just, I don't, I, I think that's the coaching. I think a lot of times, uh, teams be drafting young players like and we're going to groom them for next year bro no you didn't draft them for next year put, put them out on the field and see what they can do 
Because honestly, when I seen them draft him, I was like, oh, Herbert's about to go nuts. It's yeah. just like it's like us with Hyatt, bro. Like we had Hyatt come uh play a game, I think it was against the Cardinals, bro, and he had like two big catches for 89 yards. And then in the next three games, you don't give him a lot of playing time. But then Sunday you give him playing time and he and he plays good. Like, bro, put all that room and shit and put put the Put the receiver out there or the running back out there and see what they can do, man. I've definitely seen more development from Hyatt than Johnston, but Hyatt does get a little bit more playing time. Hyatt was another one of those receivers. I was like, bro, ain't got a huge route tree, but if he catches that stiff arm gone or he's just running away from you type shit. Bro, fourth quarter, he had, he had a big catch to put us uh in the red zone when we, when we was driving at the end of the game. It was like 13, bro. And he had like his big catch to, to uh, give us the first down and, and put us in, in the Bills red zone. But when you're the third or fourth receiver, a lot of it, a lot of stuff goes into that. How's your blocking, your timing? Are you at your spot when you're supposed to be? Because nine times out of 10, this ball's not coming to you, the fourth receiver. So if you can't really see all that, and like you said, he already didn't have a good route tree. That's probably why, because I mean, even after Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, you still got Josh Palmer and you still got Gerald Everett and you got an emergence of Donna Palmer, Palmer and you still got to get the ball to Eckler. There's just not a lot out there for him, to be honest with you. He's not a standout like that. So. All right. Yeah. So in Jigbo went at 20, Johnston went at 22. Two receivers immediately drafted after Johnston that's clearly doing better than him. Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Like literally drafted right after. That's crazy that a receiver run that happened in the Bro, draft. I'm telling you, me. <laughs> I, bro, trust me, I, those were the four top players on our board, bro. And I they, think yeah. and they Jennifer, just Johnston, Flowers, and Addison go back to back to back to back. They just better players than him, though. Like, just be honest. Like he's he's big and fast, but if your route tree's not there and you're not at your spot on time. And you ain't gonna get much playing time. And then it's like, to be honest, who's he gonna play over? Besides, when Mike Williams was out, like when Mike Williams was there, he wasn't playing up with Mike Williams. He wasn't playing up with Kenyon Allen. Like he was there to replace them eventually. And honestly, he probably just not ready. Like so, that's yeah. not about it. And then like Addison's just a better receiver than him. Like Addison's all around a better receiver. So so is Zay Flowers. So is uh so so is Jackson Smith and Jiggle. But I mean, he's got Lockett. He's got DJ uh, DK Metcalf too. So. I mean, you're not gonna, you just can't get a lot of touches for real. Yeah, and in Seattle, unfortunately, they're running a lot of 12 personnel. Wait, which one is it? 11 or 12? They're running a lot of two tight end sets. So, <laughs> Jenkins not even seeing the field often at all because a lot of times it's just two receivers out there. But uh, to the next section here, we got red zone scoring is down and fantasy scoring is down. I know y'all know this fantasy scoring is down across the board for sure. Yeah. Especially last week, like, there's outside of PPR leagues, there's not a lot of teams that were scoring like 100 points. Um, I forget the exact stat for red zone scoring, but I don't know. Teams are just buckling down. Like scoring across the boards is down. Play um, calls too. Like the play calls in the red zone are horrible. I can say that about my fucking team. I'm just watching, flipping through the games. I'm like, bro, why are we? I mean, you, Derek Henry broke a 65 yard run down to the red zone. He didn't get a touch for the rest of the red zone. And two of the passes went straight out of bounds. No chance to be caught. It's like, why are you even trying that? The Titans at the one yard line, Derrick Henry wasn't even in the game. It's like, bro, I don't understand the play calling from a lot of teams. Yeah. Seattle, Seattle last week too. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of movement too of offensive coordinators and like, you know what I'm saying? So that has a lot to do with it too. And there's been a lot of injuries to quarterbacks. So if they ain't been healthy then, and, and it's been a lot of drops also. 
like a total drops in the league. So I mean, I don't know if it'll. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back this year. Maybe it's just a down year for Swan. Yeah, it's crazy because it's not like defense is all world this year either. Uh, yeah, I don't, really ain't. I don't know what else too much to say about that one besides the shit's just down. Uh, shit, typically I know in fantasy league shit, we'll have somebody averaging 110 a week, 120 a week, especially through the first couple of weeks. It kind of slows down throughout the rest of the year. But when it first come out, scoring is usually like off the fucking charts through the first couple of weeks for sure. Um, Eagles-Dolphins game, man. Predictions here. Uh, I'll go fucking last. Bro, what you, what you think about this game, man? Uh, I know the Dolphins might be without Howard. I know Ramsey ain't going to be back this game. But Tua's been hooping. Uh, Tyreek's definitely been hooping. He's both of those guys in MVP conversation. Uh, Mostert hoops. Uh, you got Waddle. I mean, it's a lot of speed on that field. One missed tackle or you jump the route and miss it, they gone. Uh, you got any predictions on this game? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to tap into the game. Um, you all coming off a loss. That was a game I was worried about. I picked y'all money line on my bet, but I was a little worried about that game. Uh, y'all lost, so y'all playing at the crib again. I got y'all winning. Uh, we was on the road last week. Was y'all on the road last week? Yeah, y'all was in New York. That's why I was worried about the game, my bad. Uh, but yeah, y'all back at the crib, back in the hood. So they can't, they don't stop the run. They can run the ball this year, but I don't, I haven't really looked at their offensive line play. But I think y'all be content with just letting y'all's defensive line get to Tua and dropping people back in coverage. At the end of the day, because y'all are just such bullies on offense as far as the offensive line and running the ball, I just got y'all winning that game because they're not good against the run. What is the spread? Like one and a half right now, Rip? Nah, uh, two and a half. Two and a half, y'all. Yeah, two and a half, y'all. So I got y'all winning. I don't know what the score will be, but I could just see it where they fall behind and then they're just trying all these deep shots and it could end up something similar to how when it wasn't they would play the Bills. Now, it won't be as, the score won't be as bad to me because that was a division game, but I got y'all winning for sure. Rick, what you got on that game? Dolphins. Any side notes? No. Y'all fucked my parlay up, bro, so it's definitely for y'all now. <laughs> Are you picking Dolphins because we fucked up your parlay? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob, what you what you what's your prediction for that game? Uh, is Carter playing? Absolutely. There you have it. Is is is, is the right tackle playing? Yeah, Lane Johnson was working out at his barn today. He's good to go. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing. I'm gonna go Dolphins. Uh, they fucked your parlay up too. Nah, nah, nah. Um, I just don't think Jared Slay's having a, like he's having a good year. But I mean, it's Tyreek Hill, and I just think y'all not gonna be able to stop them because it's not like two holes onto the ball. So he's been getting the ball out of his hands. So I just feel like they just gonna be kind of too fast for y'all. But I mean, I could see it going where y'all just push him, push him out of the way. But uh, I mean, what's the weather gonna be? It's warm. It's warm. That's the only thing. It is. I mean, it's not warm. It's the night, guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going Dolphins. They got to win one. They got to win one of these primetime games, and I think this is going to win. They're going to win. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> I don't know. I can see it going either way. I just – I don't think Philly's just going to let be dumb. Like, while we watched the Giants game, y'all was trying to press Tyree Hill. I was like, for what? So, I just don't think that y'all going to be silly like that. I don't think it matters, bro. Right. I don't think Tyree Hill went crazy against us either. He did get a tug, though. All right. Uh, first of all, 
we're gonna knock Tua out the game. Never mind, he did go crazy against us. I was about to say, I know he did. I was watching. I remember that long touchdown, bro, but he had 181 yards receiving. Actually, fuck, I forgot what podcast I'm on. Twy's gonna get knocked off. He's 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 gonna get knocked out the game. Between Carter and Hassan and maybe Jordan Davis. Somebody's gonna fall on him, and he's—they're not gonna check him. Y'all didn't hit Zach Wilson, huh? So we said Zach Wilson like six times. Two ain't been sacked for that much this year. The difference is the Jets have these, uh, Dolphins don't. And they possibly down top two cornerbacks. Not like that fucking matter last week, even though AJ went off. Uh, yeah, I just think Julio might play. I hope they put him in a slot or something. Actually, not put him in a slot. Put Smitty in a slot. But I think we win a game by, like, it's going to be under a touchdown for sure at home. Uh, the team, they kicked Sirianni out the locker room after the last game. And we just got to get our shit together because we beat ourselves last game. We totally dominated dominated the Jets. We just gave away the fucking ball and did some stupid-ass shit. I was sitting there watching the game like, what the fuck? <laughs> what type of shit is this? Hurts carried us for three quarters, and then he did the dumbest shit in the fourth quarter. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Look, you you ain't got to be a superhero every play. And Sirianni, stop running, stop passing the fucking ball when we could have just ran the fucking timeout. I know Swift. Bro, why we all not running Swift? Is he hurt or something? No, Lane Johnson was out. The whole right side of our line is makeshift for that game. We got uh, Cam Jurgens is out, which is the right guard, and then Johnson went out, so that's the right tackle. So the whole right side of the line was bullshit. And then we had Driscoll. We couldn't do shit on the right side of the line in that game for damn sure. Um, so everything kind of had to go left, whether it was bootleg screens, running the ball. We kind of had to direct it that way. But I think we win this one back at home. Uh, we're bringing out the Kelly Green uniform. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a parade in my city. I ain't from there. But if if y'all let the commanders score like 34 points, bro, like, I, what, you think y'all going to stop the Dolphins? Real. I didn't say we're going to stop them. Not y'all ain't I just said we were going to win. I didn't say we was going to stop them. I was like, yeah. the only negative thing I said about the Dolphins was we was going to knock Twy out. I was like, we're not stopping them. Real. Tush push, King push, push it to the limit, Miami and four. <laughs> nah, I, I just don't see a way y'all stopping them. And I seen I seen what y'all I seen y'all pass game this year. I don't I don't see y'all coming back if y'all down 14 wins. I don't see Bro, we're a top five team in passing, y'all. You say you say when we doing passing, but we top five. <laughs> I mean, I feel what Rob's saying though, because it's not whenever I think of the Eagles, I don't be like, Shh, man, they might air it out on us. Like I'll let Honestly, if that's if that was the game plan that y'all coming out with, then yeah. So now we need we need Swift to get busy. We need our line to definitely fucking hold up uh, so we can run the fucking ball. I much prefer us to lead the game with running and being bullies versus having Hurts drop back 40, 50 times a game. Well, that's just pure fucking ignorant. Uh, I was like, we playing the Jets and Hurts drop back forty eight times. No world that makes sense. Uh Devontae didn't yeah. practice today either, did he? Huh? Devontae Smith, he ain't practice today either, did he? he he's full go, bro. He'll, he'll be there. Dallas Goddard's out, too. What? In what? He might as well be. Ginger, he got it going. Goddard will be playing, bro. It don't ghost. In fall. <laughs> Not for <laughs> real. He's definitely style speed. Let's <laughs> be the ghost, man. Hey, man, let's talk about the bye week struggles, man. How do y'all go about maneuvering that shit? Do y'all wait till the week of? Do y'all draft a certain way? Do y'all pre-plan a week or two ahead of time as far as, like, the bye weeks go? 
Uh, to cook on this one, I typically like to look at my lineup a week ahead and try to make a pickup before I really, really need it. Just like week one, Puka, I was like, that guy might be good. Let me take a swing at him before the game starts. I picked up the Colts last week just because I knew they was facing the Browns. Watson might be out. And honestly, the Colts defense has been good to me, whether I've drafted them to be my starters or using them as a streamer. So I typically like to look a week ahead and not wait till the week of. I'll wait till the week of like a quarterback because, of course, quarterback might get knocked out the week before. So you really never know. Um, and receivers, just hopefully you already have your receivers and it's not really by week on your two primary or three primary. But if so, I find that an easier position to replace receiver. Yeah, it's definitely easier to replace versus like a quarterback and running back. Uh, because in our league, you got a bye week and running back and you don't have any other ones on your bench. You're fucked. Um, clear cut. Um, how do y'all really attack bye weeks? Uh, Reb, let's kick it to you on that. Uh, I definitely don't worry about it when I'm drafting. I don't care. My whole lineup can be out week seven, eight. I don't care. But I just don't take another because I ain't dropping them. Um, but honestly, I'm probably going to see a strategy of looking a week ahead for real because I ain't think about that, but I'm going to now. But I don't really like to look a week ahead, but I am now. So, I ain't giving nobody my fucking strategies. I taught motherfuckers how I was maneuvering, how I was finagling the motherfucking waiver wire. So how Donovan keeps staying up and he's keep making these moves? Because Donovan's up at four in the morning not using his waiver priority. <laughs> he waits that shit goes through and start picking up players. Now a lot of people do that. I be seeing a lot more motherfuckers up at four, four thirty in the morning, six o'clock in the morning making the moves and holding their waiver priority. Uh Brew, how do you attack the bye week? Do you look at it with your draft? Normally, I do look at it in the draft for running backs, but pretty much running backs only and then quarterback. Other than that, I really don't care. Uh, this year, you got a lot of, you had a lot. I mean, you know, the league is getting younger, so all the big household names are getting old. So this year, you kind of had to take who you wanted. Uh, for two or three weeks now, I'm wishing I took Kenneth Walker over Mixon, but other than that, that's probably my only pick I regret. But uh, this year, I'm pretty much doing what you did. Uh, later in the draft, I kind of pick some players with different buys, but mainly just trying to do it off waivers. Uh, every year, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes I look three, I look about three weeks in advance to when my buys are and start picking people up. That way, when I get to my buys, I'm not worried about it. Because sometimes when you get to the week of, or even the week before, all the players that I, you're comfortable playing are gone. Because, you know, as you know, like I know, people in this league reach. So you definitely <coughs> got to be real. Because some people might pick up players that you need just to make sure you lose. So. Oh, yeah, we definitely off that. And we so KY. We <laughs> look forward to jumping. <laughs> How do y'all have roster spots to do that, though? Huh? How do y'all have roster spots to do that, though? To do what? Drop people on your bench. Yeah, like I be seeing people just dropping people all the time and, and like picking people up. Like, how do y'all have like the roster spots like to do that? Because this are people I'm not dropping for a reason. Because I know I know why I, why I want them. So I mean, I guess people just don't look at their team the same way. This week it was kind of hard because there really wasn't like a lot that I could drop. I think I had an empty bench spot, which I don't know how the fuck I had that. But uh, I mean, there was one person on my team. Who did I drop and pick up Zach Evans? Uh wasn't gonna start who was it uh was it tank yeah i dropped tank. i dropped tank deal i was like i'm not about to start him this week uh and that was like the only person i really felt comfortable dropping um and shit did Green. you get zach evans in this league um, you got zach evans in this league yeah oh okay i thought for some reason i thought it was coleman i was like what nah and 
I really don't know why the two people ahead of me didn't even use waivers on running backs this week because, I mean, there was a couple to keep away from other GMs for sure. Because uh, I know. Ooh. Ooh. Brew, is David Montgomery playing this week? They said it's a possibility, but he's probably going to miss. They just want to play cat and mouse. He's probably missing. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of fucking options to drop. But yeah, I like to look a week ahead. In this league, I wish I could look like three weeks ahead, but nah, 14 team league and limited moves. A week, a week forward is all I look because if somebody gets hurt. That's a wasted fucking move for the bye week because you're not about to use them any other place. Uh, Rick, did I already hit you on this one? No. <coughs> uh, I, I mean, I I kind of approve with the running backs and quarterbacks. I look at my I look at the draft. So like, if I have two running backs that I'm looking at, I'll look at the running back I already picked and be like, all right, I don't want them to have the same vibe. Uh, I really don't care about receivers or tight ends bye weeks either. Uh, but yeah, I look at the draft a lot. So uh, I really don't have bowling problems this year because of that. But I'm also not putting up no points, so I don't think it matters. In this league, though, why not throw away one week with having two running backs on the same bye week? Because we know it's hard to come across running backs. No, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely a smart move. And I remember Rip bringing this up a couple episodes ago. So I ain't ever think of it that way, honestly. I mean, I just always look at it like, I'm probably in the hunt or in the mix, and I don't know if I'm gonna make the playoffs tonight. Uh, especially like if your running backs have late buys. If you get two running backs with week 12 or week 13 buys, I get you. That's a, that's a gamble because if you got if you get through the season and your team's in seventh place, the ninth place team is two games back. You just gonna give up one of them games, and then the next week the other one of your running backs might not do well, and now you tied, and it's gonna come down to points. So for me, it's just it's always been a risk. Yeah, but if you when you drafting right, I guess this kind of goes into draft strategy. Like when you drafting, if you going for league winners, that's what I'm going for. Like so, if they got the same bye week, oh well. If I like because they're gonna score, so, they're gonna score so many points. I'm gonna be, you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be in first or second if I hit on three league winners, two at the running back and one at receiver, I'm, and, and have a decent quarterback. I'm going to be number one or two. I'm not going to have that issue of being all the way at the back of the league. You know? You're talking about in a 14-team league, it's virtually impossible to have the number one receiver, number one running back, and a really good quarterback. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. You got to ask yourself. You, you typically have to get, like, a rookie receiver or, like, a second-year receiver to pair, like, with a veteran running back to, like – And on top of that, bro, if you draft – if you draft a, a great running back in round one and a great receiver in round two, how many good running backs you think is going to be in round three, bro? Yeah, but it, uh, but but at least yeah, but but I'm not. But that's what I'm saying. It's not you're not looking for good. You're looking for at that point volume. Like who who's who's going to take the next step and have enough volume to be like a top five running back? You feel me? Like that's going to win your league if I get that dude in the third round. You feel me? But he's right. like the second back. It goes back to risk, bro, because now you hoping that that volume's there. We thought Jameer Gibbs was going to get more carries than what he's getting in Detroit, and he's not. No, we didn't. Y'all did. I think I we kind of all did. Every sports show, all of that, every ESPN, all of, EFS1, all of them. They got David Montgomery for a reason. and you I could have took Gibbs and I took David Montgomery. Like, I, I don't know. I don't. I think he's just exciting and people like to get caught up in the flash, but. It's not even <laughs> that, bro. With Detroit last year, we, 
We no, he is. But you got to think of the coach. This thing is biting people's elbows and ankles. He wants somebody that's going to go in there and run through somebody's face mask. David Montgomery. Yeah. But, bro, last year we seen it. Detroit runs like three back mids. So even though we knew what David Montgomery was, we didn't think – well, I didn't think David Montgomery is going to be the bell cow because last year didn't show that. Jamal Williams was getting all these touchdowns on the goal line. I mean, yeah. He had a lot of carries too, though. But if they're not playing them, what is that telling you? That's like they see him in practice every day. Maybe he's just not ready to take Right, them. but Rib, we didn't know that before. I was. That's what I'm saying. The thought process is we just well, seen him I don't, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams shared. Mm-hmm. Jamal Williams had a lot of carries last year when DeAndre Swift got hurt. But yeah. we we seen the type of committee that Detroit was running. So when they drafted Gibbs so high, I would think anybody would think it's going to be Montgomery and Gibbs in a committee. Because why if, would you drop the running back that high? There's Vision, no way anybody can sit here and tell me that they thought that this this was going to be Gibbs rope this offense. If if Bijan was there, what would you what would you think would happen? If Bijan was what in the, in the first round? In no, in Detroit instead of Gibbs. Swap them. I think Bijan would be the number one running back. But you're asking a question. You know why Bijan Bijan wouldn't have been there? Because they don't fit. It don't fit the Detroit scheme. Nah, I don't know. He fits everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. He's got a he's got pocket, Rick. Nah, listen. DeAndre Swift is in Philly killing. For sure. When DeAndre Swift came out of Georgia, he had hype. He was supposed to be the next great running back in Detroit. They signed Jamal Williams because their coach likes the committee, bro. That's why I said if they drafted Bijan, he would probably get the most carries, but he would still be in a committee with somebody. Detroit also I mean, hell, he's still in somewhat of a committee now. With Algier. <laughs> so it's, like, it, it's really it's hard to gauge, bro. Yeah. But Swift is killing because of where the offensive line he's got. I mean, that's so you can't really compare. Even if you would give him the carries he's getting in Philly, he wasn't gonna do what he's doing in Philly because the offensive line is dominant. There's just not. But you I get what you're saying because Swift killed two years ago. Before well, he got, got a five, five O line right now, and the offensive line wasn't bad last year either. It wasn't two years ago when he was getting all the carries though. DeAndre Swift. The offensive line wasn't cold two years ago. No, but he was cold. He was cold two years ago. Yeah. Last year was a big miss. So we saw what he, what he can do. Also, also, too, DeAndre Swift just might not be his type of guy. Like, he just, just... He already said, David Montgomery, you want a guy that can run and bruise between the tackles. He said, Jameer gives us a compliment. He said that publicly. So, he's a change of pace back. Yeah, but I would say this, they coach did lie and say he was going to use him in ways that we've never seen before. And oh, that's true. That can, it's true. We never seen before. Who they compare him to? Uh, Alvin they compare him, okay. Yeah, Kamara and somebody else. But that, but that, but that just goes back to what I'm saying about drafting running backs. Like that's a gamble. You don't know, especially with, especially when it's some unproven shit. You don't know what you get. So if I'm looking in the league and I'm like, I got Saquon in week one, and it's between David Montgomery. And I don't know uh, who's another who's another running back that's been going crazy this year. I'm gonna ask you a question after you finish this. Uh, running back that's been going crazy. David Mostert. Montgomery and Moster. Uh, Moster. If David Montgomery has the same bye week as Saquon, I'm gonna pick Moster because David Montgomery is what I'm thinking is gonna be in a committee with Jameer Gibbs this year, and yes, Moster might too. But I know I'm gonna have Saquon and Mostert in that week in those weeks, and not 
you have to worry about Saquon and Gibbs both being on by and figuring out who my second running back is going to play with whoever else I draft. I get it. I usually draft four running backs for that reason. And after that, whoever falls to me falls to me. But I try to get four legit backs for that reason. And I'm not saying I'm not saying the way Rip's Rip's saying is wrong. I'm just saying I'm just one of I like to play it safe. It's just too much of a risk. No, no, I I get you. But if he didn't get hurt, A Chain would have been a league winner. Like he like at running back because of the amount of points that he would have scored and where I drafted him at. But all they all said, yo. Uh, I don't think he would. I don't, I don't think he would. I think McCaffrey would still be in the. No, 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 no. Like you're like a league winner just saying, hey, where well, I drafted this guy and the amount of points that he scored, that's how he's, oh, yeah. he's yeah. going to win you, the, you your league. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody that drafted him probably at his at his uh, draft rate. ADP. Yeah, ADP, yeah, right? And then he's he turns out to be the number five running back. That's a league winner. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So that's what, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you go hunt for those type of guys, not just like, oh, well, this guy kind of is going to get some carries. Like, yeah, but what's like, I don't know. It's just for me. So, like, okay, if a if it was a chain, I think I drafted Foreman ahead of a chain, but I did that based off of what I seen from Foreman last year in in a chains. A chains a rookie, yeah, and I knew Jeff Wilson at the time. He wasn't hurt. So I knew Jeff Wilson and Mostert was going to be in that backfield with A-Chain. So going into it, I'm going to go with what I've seen already. Devontae Foreman's Deontay Foreman's going to the Bears. He can play the same role David Montgomery could with Khalil Herbert. So I'm going to go Deontay Foreman. It was a miss, but that was my logic behind it. But here's but also you, you're not looking at this too. Usually every year there's at least two rookie running backs that just take off. Every year is two is two rookie running backs that take off. Every year is two or three rookie receivers that take off. If you get those guys, you know, they're gonna win you they're gonna win you your league and you're drafted decent enough where you're getting a Keenan Allen or you got you know a number two or three guy that's legit. That's what I'm talking about, filling your bench up with those type of guys that could end up going off like that. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean let me, let me throw in another random question I ain't have on the notes for us for today. Uh, what is one position y'all feel like y'all just truly don't miss on? Like a position that you feel like is your expertise going into the draft? Like no matter where I pick this actual group at, I just feel like I'm going to hit. For me, I feel like I'm at least going to have a color receiving court. All else fails, I'm going to have some good fucking receivers. Everything else is really a toss in the air, which is why I typically like to draft a quarterback early just to try to get somewhat of a guarantee, but that shit don't always work out. Uh, Bro, what do you feel like is your area of expertise as far as a positional group? I feel like I always get running back depth and just the two things I excel at, running back depth and top tier B-level wide receivers. That's kind of like what I go for. I don't try. I might have to start going for A-level wide receivers because the B-level wide receivers, unless you just decided, because I do like feeling, unless you just decided I'm going to just take a gamble on feeling this year. Like, you couldn't really see that coming. But I usually can get, like, B-level receivers that's going to get you, like, 8 to 10 a week. All right. Rob, what do you feel like is your area of expertise as far as positions for fantasy football? Uh, y'all going to laugh, but kicker. Because I'm always going to pick up either McPherson or Justin Tucker. And they gonna uh, every time they're going to win me two or three games. But uh, other than that, uh, usually I would say just rookies. I just usually hit on like a lot of the rookies that end up doing something, but also too, I miss a lot, but I usually hit on at least one rookie and they end up starting. Rick, what's yours? 
I think I'm I think I'm gonna chew on receiver. I think I'll get I think I get good receiver or projected to be good receivers every year. So I get depth at running back now after learning my lesson at first year when I just had DeMarco Murray and Tariq Cohen as my running backs. But nah, I, I think I think as far as like putting up numbers, I think receivers. <laughs> all right, all right. What's a peacock through this in last second? Uh five team parlay for this week, man. Do I need to go through the schedule for y'all? I'm yeah. We got Jags Saints Thursday night, uh, Dolphins Eagles, Browns Colts, Bills Patriots, Commanders Giants, Lions Ravens. I should have said who was at home. We got Raiders at the Bears. We got Falcons in Tampa, Steelers in LA for the Rams, uh, Cardinals travel to Seattle, Broncos go to Denver, and uh, Chargers travel to Kansas. You said five teams? I like Seattle. <clears throat> I like the Rams, and I don't usually gamble with my team, but I like the Rams. I like the Bills. Uh, oh, Cleveland, lock it, lock it in. Yeah, I like Cleveland, and I like the 49ers. Yeah, I like the Niners. I like the Chiefs at home against the Chargers. They be having some incredible games. I like the, uh, I like the Bills. I like the Bills at New England. Yeah, and I like the Browns against the Colts. Yeah, Browns, Colts. Seattle, it looks like it's over with for Arizona. They they falling apart. Yeah, Browns, Colts. Seahawks over the Cardinals. Niners. Oh, I forgot. Uh, 49ers uh, in Minnesota Monday night. Hey, man, I'm taking Baltimore. Who they play, Lions? Yeah. Yep. They in Baltimore, too, ain't they? Yep. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore. And Jared Goff been playing at a low-key MVP level. I like Detroit plus three and a half. Yeah, I'll take the plus. It ain't cost you nothing to add a half a point. <laughs> hey, I feel you, man. But shit, that's all I have, man. We so KY Fantasy Podcast. I got Rick with me. I got Rob with me. I got Brew, your boy Don. We out. Uh, we about to be battling again this week. We're going to come back with y'all with the matchups and the scores. Next episode, we ain't even going to go over the matchups. Uh just know Pete's gonna lose. Um, this is a must-win game for me. I feel like backs against the wall, uh, and I hate Pete. Um, that's just how it is when it comes to fantasy football and primarily sports and everything under the sun. Uh, we we just ops. I I don't know what it is. I could never put my finger on it, but it's it's just the way it is. So it's fuck Pete week. Um, everybody join in. Bitch, you said you had this week circle. You better be checkmarked by a circle too. Hey, I think everybody that said they had a bye week versus a certain opponent is lost. Because Coleman definitely did it to himself. <laughs> God, you with me. I'm, beg- I'm begging for – I'm begging to get one of those games where somebody scores 60 points, bro. Just, Can I get – I'm taking them all. You are. You are. It's only, it's, only like, it's only two per week, and one of them is guaranteed to Rick. I don't get it. Hey, I'm going to just sing. I'm going to sing with Rick. Our God is an awesome God. He right, right. Right. Hey, let's talk about the instrument. God give me style. God give me grace. God give me style. We're going to have to definitely talk about these parlays uh, before Thursday night football kicks off tomorrow, man, so we can get these bets locked in. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody that tuned in on the live. Appreciate everyone that's going to go back and listen. Everybody that supports us with the likes, shares, and the comments. We really fuck with y'all. To everybody who don't like, comment, share, or listen, it's definitely fuck you. We so to, to everybody who ain't uh, liking and listen, I don't feel like you standing on business. I'm not standing on business. Hey, it's sexy. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, bro, we out. <laughs>